Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 74. And I'm going to be joined today by the Bacon Sarney. It's been me and the cat in the hat. How are you doing, Bacon? Welcome. I'm in. good, thanks, mate. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I've got to be excellent. Honest, too bad at all. So yeah, has been a while. Has has been a while since it we has. have both been on the podcast together. I think um, a few weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it has. Good to be back. Good to have you back as well. Thank you. So obviously. For anyone who's not been, you know, who's not heard us for a while, um, sometimes it's sometimes it's two of us, sometimes it's three of us, sometimes it's sometimes four if we're lucky. And uh, the last time we did a podcast, I think it was me, Freddie, and we had our good friend Jelly Ogre. We're Jelly Ogre was with us. He was the last time we we did, um, and that uh, you might hear that podcast somewhere on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple. Is it Apple Music? Apple Podcast, I think it's normally actually called. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's the podcast. It's, the, uh, it's the, podcast the podcast app. Yeah, the app that they have. So yeah, that is uh, available for you to download, listen, and give us your uh, give us your critiques, if you will. Don't be, please be kind. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if anyone's listening, please uh, give us a, a review of um, what you think of us and any ways in which you can change it. You know, if you want to be on the podcast as well, don't, don't forget to let us know um, in one of our socials. You can go to Twitter or whatever it's called now. X marks a spot is where you can find us. Um, it is called X. X now, it? yeah. It's, um, Elon I don't Musk know for how much longer though, because I thought there was this whole thing that I read about X actually being owned by Meta. Oh, right. So unsurprisingly, this is probably a lawsuit going on. Probably. So yeah. that might get, that might revert back to being called Twitter then, wouldn't it? It wouldn't might. It? Is, that, is that a thing where they have, to, they have to revert back to something, if that's the case? I, I don't think they have to revert back to, they just have to not have... Not call it that. They yeah, just yeah to, they would just have to not call it that, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what happens when you've got money. I, I suppose you can do what you want, and it's like, you know... You know I've read about such things, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about these things. I'd love to know what it's like to to actually have that sort of like have that sort of influence, <laughs> if you like. Oh, is it influence or just having that sort of money and just saying, "Yes, look at me, I can do what I want with the amount of money I got." <laughs> that does seem to be the rule of the world. Get cash, do what you want. <laughs> right. Okay. So, where's my notepad? Get ca- cash, you say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a thing called cash, apparently. There is. Uh, I've heard <laughs> about it. Right. Anyway, yes. Um, sorry. We sort of um, waffle on a little bit at the start, as we normally do. I mean, why why not? Um, so <laughs> we normally talk about video games is what we generally talk about. We don't normally talk about social media stuff. Well, we, we occasionally talk about our own social medias. We have our own X. Um, is it is it still called Twitter.com? You know what? I haven't actually signed into it, so I actually don't. Know. Should, should we now be? Is it, is, we, it, 
it, it should redirect me if I try and go to Twitter now. I can actually try this. I, I'm a little bit curious. Twitter. Like, oh. if I'm I, like, follow me on my social medias, my, my, but you can follow, you we can find <laughs> Okay. Um, twitter.com. Some, it looks like somebody's nabbed it because all it is now is a, um, a website that, ha- that has one logo in it that basically says, now hiring remote jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So, are we to change? I guess like the URL has to be the same at the moment. Is that or is that what literally what is you're that, just referring to, right? Actually, that's really odd. I went to twitter.com and that's what it showed me, but I've just Googled it, went on to twitter.com and it's taken me to a completely different site and the URL is identical. That is freaking weird. Uh, okay. So, twitter.com does actually have an X on it and it just says join today, sign up. So, it is still showing as Twitter. So yeah, your your twitter.com slash Sarni yeah, so would still be that's your page sort of thing. I guess I'm I'm gonna log in and see what happens. Like x.com just sounds wrong anyway, doesn't it? <laughs> like come to my come to my x.com page. It's we're like the alter- yeah. it's like the alternative for OnlyFans. OnlyFans, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what I was thinking. You know where where we get where we dare I type in x.com and see what happens? Oh no, God, you're gonna end up. Why not? (laughs) Oh no, no, it's fine. It redirects you to Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if they cover themselves a little bit, then they have. Just I guess they're just waiting. Yeah, it's it's just bizarre. It's a bizarre. It's a bizarre world we're in right now. Anyway, X. It is. It's. I I don't understand the world anymore. (laughs) The artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah, bizarre world we live in. Anyway, we normally talk about video games. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we do. We, and if if as long as it still works, you can follow uh, myself or Bacon Ivy on Twitter. Twitter, aka X, um, and also over on Twitch, which is where we primarily stream um, as and when we can. Um, and I've been streaming quite a lot recently. Um, actually, uh, I know. You, you don't get as much chance to do so, being a busy little cat that you are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sadly, not. So, uh, I, I nearly. I, I was. You know what? I was gonna stream today, but I knew there was only. A, I, I thought I want to play something. I've only got a certain amount of time, and I just knew that I'd have to set up my stream again, and I just really could not be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, no. Yeah. I'm just gonna play a game. Just, just for once, just play a game. Just play a game, yeah. And you did manage to get a game in, and I, I, I did, you did, I did, oh, yes. Been, okay, so as you've not been around, can can we ask what game you've been playing then? You can. I've been playing Gibbous, a Cthulhu adventure. So, for those that don't know, um, it is a uh, it's a game by uh, stuck in stuck in attic. As the developer came out on the seventh of August, twenty nineteen, very much a kind of a um, a Monkey Island point and click adventure. Um, so I, I picked that just because I thought, you know what, it's going to be a bit chilled out, um, you know, not nothing too mad. Uh, but yeah, so I'll, I'll read to you what the uh, what the Steam store says: Crazy cultists, Cthulhu, a talking cat. Now you can see why I played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us taste, you on next on an expansive, traditionally animated, hand-painted adventure. 
Play as three protagonists and explore a lushly rendered Lovecraft-inspired world, unraveling ancient conspiracies. A comedy cosmic horror adventure made in Transylvania. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. And it is that, that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful art style. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Like I said, it's, it, it does give off... Um, just go for Monkey Island kind of vibe about it. The point clicks is very simple. Um, basically, whack the space bar, and whatever on the screen is interactable will will appear. Um, so I, I guess those that like the traditional want to click on every inch of the screen to find out what they need to find. Uh, maybe won't like it, but for for numbskulls like me who sometimes need to be shown what to do. Uh, it's it's very easy. Yeah, you got inv- you access your inventory by right by clicking the middle mouse button or wheel, depending on your mouse, um, and then you can uh, examine whatever you've got in there, um, and then using the chat. So again, it's uh, it is um, it's fully voiced, uh, so it's a case of just you know you get your usual options you know for for speech. Um, Click on the one you want, but whenever you have items that can be used with that particular character or that NPC, you will see those options uh, in the list of uh, called conversation. So you see, you get the options in there. You can also drag them onto said NPC, uh, and that will that will also trigger uh, trigger that particular conversation. You get some cool little, um, almost old school, kind of badly written windows style boxes that occasionally pop up pop up that say things like you know you get like uh, i think i got like what's it plus 10 to um dubious um positivity or something like that you get these these really weird and wonderful kind of rpg type um stats that you can't seem to access you just you just get given them uh, based on on what you select uh one thing that i didn't realize and until I was partway through the game, was that because with, with every with every item that you can look at and you can investigate, you have three options so far. Anyway, I'm only about two hours into the game, uh, but yeah, so far you, you get the option to look at it, option to interact with it or pick it up, and option to basically tell your cat to do something. So it might be a case of like so your your cat, which is called Kitty or Kitty as it's pronounced, uh, can like, screw it under certain doors um, she can fit. So she can go in there, grab stuff, bring it out for you. You can also get her to climb things, but only under certain circumstances. So sometimes you've got to progress the story a bit further in a certain way before you have the ability to tell her to go and get it, because otherwise she'll say, well, why would I want to do that? Quite literally, she'll say, I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> so there has to be a reason for her to do it. Um, so yeah, she's she's very the, the kitten is, is is very sarky, very kind of uh, my style of cat. Really, really annoyed that she now is has the ability to speak. Um, uh, she probably actually cover what the background is because I kind of just went off onto a tangent. But so yeah, the background is that you start off playing as uh, as a detective, and as as said detective, you've been asked to or you've been um, hired to find the Necronomicon. Yeah, and so at the start of it, that's exactly what you're doing, trying to find it. Um, and then it's not really there's not really many spoilers. It happens straight at the beginning. You get kidnapped. So the detective gets kidnapped. You then become the 
other one of the other protagonists, which is the kid in the library who owns the cat, um, who is called his name is going to completely escape me now. Uh, Buzz. His name is Buzz. So yeah, and then so you switch on into him. You then go through do certain things. Then you switch back. I, I haven't got as far as the third protagonist. I don't know who that is. Um, but yeah, in essence, weird stuff happens. You get this necron as the as the as Buzz, the library the librarian kid. You get this book, um, the Necronomicon. You find it, and you read from it, and that's what triggers your cat to start talking. Um, and so far, I've. The, the main plot seems to be a keeping the Necronomicon, trying to figure out what it is, keeping it from the, the, the cultists that are a bit nuts and trying to get it so that your cat doesn't speak anymore because she's really not happy about it. And it, it's, it's your typical kind of, you know, you, you go through, you'll, you'll go to a particular person. They'll be like, Oh, well I'll help you, but only if you do this. And so, so it's your, it's your typical kind of quest side quest. And they do take the mick out of stuff like that. Like at one point, um, Buzz does say, ooh, a side, uh, ooh, a quest. Um, when you speak to a taxi driver and the taxi driver says, what? He says, ah, nothing. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of those kind of in-game jokes. There's probably a load of jokes um, in there as well. I haven't actually managed to, to pick up on, probably related to some other games that I haven't played. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure Buzz, uh, the character of Buzz, does come from um, Transylvania. Or, yeah, yeah, comes from Romania. So there's that that whole thing is in there. You see, like, a, a poster in the background in his room, stuff like that. But, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's, it's a typical kind of, like, lighthearted, um, I say, point and click. Uh, good bit of, it's, it's not... It, it's not kind of big belly laughs, or at least that's not what I've had from it. Like I did from playing things like uh, like Rustler, yeah, and and stuff like that. So it's not huge belly laughs, but it's it's lighthearted. It's fun. Um, you, you get to you get to wander around and, and explore this uh, this place called Darkham and Fishmouth or Fishmouth as it's called. Yeah, uh, the the detective name the detective's name is Don Archetype. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I'm literally only. Uh, it is 2D animation. Um, yeah, very, very Disney-like. Uh, upwards of, I'm just reading through what, what's actually on uh, on the Steam store. Because, like I said, I am only a couple of hours in. Um, the the music is is lovely. Uh, the apparently there are there are over 70 fully voiced characters. Oh wow! I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many people are actually voicing them, but yeah, apparently there are 70. Uh, yeah, the, the cutscenes are all animated. Uh, Twelve thousand voice dialogue lines. So yeah, there's a load of stuff, and, and these things will change. So sometimes you'll have to come. You'll speak to a character. You'll pick a particular, um, a particular conversation a route to go down. You'll quite often have to go back to choose some of the other ones, depending on how far down like that rabbit hole you've been. Yeah. Uh, so is it yeah your, your typical kind of uh, stuff there? There's yeah the the humor is is obviously on the surface, but also a little bit darker in places as well. Yeah, it's what I'll say is it's it's an exceptional, uh, exceptionally fun game from what I've played so far. Uh, Seventy-four Metacritic score, which I think is to me is a little bit low from what I've played so far. I think it, it, I think it would feel better than that. Has won some awards. Um, yeah, it is currently. Can I actually see how much it is since I've bought it? It's uh, f- yes, it is fifteen forty-nine. Yes. 
59. Yeah, from Steam, that is. From Steam, yeah. Well worth it. Um, I think I actually grabbed it when it came on offer because it, 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 it will, like most of these, it will come on uh, It will come on offer quite regularly, I would have thought, through like, Steam sales and what have you. But yeah, consider I've only played a couple of hours. I'm going to keep, keep playing it. Um, I believe, according to this, 3D's played it as well. Yeah. He has played it for about an hour and a half, I think. So he's a little bit behind me, I think. Unless he figures stuff out a lot quicker than I did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's I, I don't know how long the game is. But it is it's one of the it's nice to have a game that you can sit back, chill, play. You're not thinking, oh god, I'm gonna have to do like eighty hours worth of bloody side quests. Um, because you know it's not gonna be that long. Yeah, yeah. 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 It does say on Steam, by the way, that it's very positive reviews and stuff, and it's got yes, yes. a good sort of thousand plus um, reviews on it, all very positive. Or doesn't sort of like stand out. It's like one of those it's flew under the radar. I yeah, it has. I think the only reason I came across it, I think, was because for, it was based off of a conversation we'd had, and I, I decided to do a, a hunt for games relating to uh, to Lovecraft and Cthulhu. Because yeah. even though I don't play horror games, as you know, those are yeah. some of the, like the styles that I like, and that's how I came across um, Shaw, which I still haven't completed yet. <laughs> uh, unsurprising. And a few other ones that I came across that I grabbed, and this was one of them. Just because I thought, you know what, it's, again, it's the whole Lovecraftian thing, which I like, but done in a more like a, a comedic, cartoony way. So I'm like, yeah, I'm up for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's good. Um, I was going to, should I add it to my, oh, I probably should add it to my wish list. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should. To be honest, I wish I managed to put some more hours in before go through it. I might actually revisit it after I've completed it. And it is one that I'll, I'll complete. And for those for those completionists out there, um, you've got seven, uh, 78, I can't even read, you've got 48 Steam achievements to grab. Oh, wow. Actually, yes. Of which I have, how many have I got? Definitely not that many. Uh-huh. Where's my, I've got seven. <laughs> I got a bit, I got a little way to go. Well, you know what, if you've done it in a couple of hours and you've got seven, then it's just a matter of like, I don't know, is it like chapter base or something? Uh, they just seem to be, like randomly come up. Like sometimes they'll come up if you pick up objects yeah. or if you do certain things. So like I've got observant occultist, um, which is read, uh, read and re- I can't even speak. Read and remember the correct voodoo sequence because there is, yeah. You see, at one point you go to this voodoo guy and you've, right. you've got to specify the sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got exhaustive examiner. I've examined a hundred hotspots. So things like that. Yeah, right. just like yeah, they just randomly appear. Yeah. Which I actually like. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'm glad you got some something done, like in terms of that, in terms of gaming and whatever. I know you've been uh, a busy, a busy cat. <laughs> I have. It's it's not a fact. It's annoying. I've got stuff to do tomorrow because I'd like to carry on playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I might still manage it. I might try to like, just get everything done as fast as possible in the morning. Yeah, well, it's difficult on a Sunday because, like, if if. You know, if you're not busy, you've you've also got F1. <laughs> yeah, but it's the summer break now, you see. So I haven't I got know, actually any F1 until yeah. the end of August. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's true. So you, you, you well, it's just now coming down to about to just being busy, isn't it? Uh, that'll go with all the rest of my wish list. <laughs> I was talking about it today. I think we mentioned <laughs> it earlier. We've talking we about my wish list and going through like all of the. Stuff that I've added again. I've had just added. Literally, I've added something because we've talked about it, and I was just mentioning the fact if it wasn't for the podcast, 
Um, the only time I would have added stuff from the wish list would be from watching Twitch. You know, watching people play. Obviously, Baldur's Gate is on there. <laughs> Baldur's okay. Gate, I've heard of that. Is that that's that's some yeah, some game some... that's come out recently, isn't it? I think so. I think the other it's day? the third. A couple of people have played it. I think. Yeah, I think there's only got like two or three thousand. It's not massive at all. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> um, but no, it's like at the moment, it's one of those things. It's come out and it's come out at a bad time uh, for me. <laughs> it's just I won't get around to playing it yet. Um, as as much as I do love looking at it, any but anyway, that's another. I'm not going to get too deep into that yet. We could go into the news segment and talk more about on it later, um, which I'm sure we will. But uh, yeah, no, we're talking about like adding stuff from onto my wish list. It's literally what we were saying just prior to the to going live. I've got stuff on there. I don't remember putting on there, but again, it comes back to that. I'm sure we've spoken about a game or we did, you know, you know, more recently when we did like the showcases, the summer showcases, um, as, uh, which were yes. a kind of response to like, there not being any E3 this year. So they've done a lot of summer showcases, which are obviously on a lot of it's on Twitch or YouTube or whatever. And it'd be like games. Oh, I like the, oh, that looks good. That not that there was that many. I've got to be honest. If you go back to some of those showcases, some of them, looked bad and they were just like well this is all this is the best that they could come up with mm. anyway beside that the ones that looked good they got added to most um thing some of them some of the games that i've added two of them i added only, yeah, only two of the ones that i got uh, i added um uh, I keep getting it right i want to say old el paso it's not old el paso it's not- el paso <laughs> elsewhere it's because i'm hungry i'm hungry i want mexican i want mexican yeah. <laughs> El Paso Elsewhere and uh, Station to Station, both of which I enjoyed yes. the demos. Ah, uh, Station to Station, yes. Um, that is definitely one I have I'm looking forward to, actually. And that is one I I, I think I, I definitely played I played the demo of it and I actually talked about it on, on one of the podcasts a wee while yeah. ago now. Um, that one's going to infuriate me, I can tell. It's going it, to... It is trying to get three stars on those bloody things. It's, it's gonna. I think yeah. even on the demo, I think there was there was one the final the final level on the demo. I wasn't. I think it was the final one that I wasn't able to get three stars. Well, the, yeah, the final demo. I mean, like I said, I did. We did sort of briefly talk about it. So if anyone wants to listen to that episode, you can. Um, so I did cover it quite um, extensively. But yeah, that that demo had like it broke down on sort of. Um, easy, medium, hard kind of levels of, you mm. know, difficulty in terms of what you, um, it's asking you to do. Yeah, it was um, a bit of a challenge. And I think I kind of like it in that, in that sense that it's a challenge. You know, some games need to be challenging, but some games are just stupidly hard. So it's like, well, yeah, that's true. You know, where you need to find the right balance. That seemed to have a good balance of like, you know what? It wasn't, three stars but you get through kind of thing and you think well wait a minute that's kind of cheating let's go back let's start again and i like that because it's giving you a chance of replayability and that way you you're not rushing through a game that would i don't know what the price is going to be on that i'm not sure if there was a price announcement at the time of um adding it to my wish list but um yeah it's definitely one i'm going to get um obviously i don't want to stay on that too long because i have already spoken about it um but yeah Wishlist is as as far as wishlist is gone, concerned. There was a couple of games I added. I went, I don't even remember adding them. Must have been drunk. 
must have been <laughs> drunk, drunk wish issues. Yeah. I think you know, there's, there's a couple that are not released, but there's some that have been out for a good few months, and I still haven't got. So the wish list is there as a reminder of what I, you know, want to get, and then when it when the time comes, I never get them. <laughs> it's like a few months down the line, I still <laughs> haven't got them. And then Same. discovering that they're actually you can you could play a couple of them um on various like you know like xbox uh game pass like for the pc so i've I've already played them or you know i just fell out of love of it <laughs> of the idea of playing them <laughs> so yeah the wish list is good to as a reminder as a little but some of them are like nah, i don't remember i don't remember that one <laughs> don't remember that one why would i even play that one you know, that looks that looks way too hard for my my capabilities. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't retrain my um uh attention enough long enough. My <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I've got some games, even some of the VR games. When I look at, them, I'm like, that. Why is that on my wish list? Because that is not the style of game I play. Because I'm just not fast enough in VR to be able to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but that. I've added again, you know. I mean, there's a bit of that. To be fair, some of the ones that you've recommended, I've added to wish list and then bought them. Um, mm. Strange old ultra culture. Uh, oh, ah, oh, yeah. tongue Strange twister. Culture. Yeah, tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that game. I, I, I had to play it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw. I had actually bought that as well. So then start and I started playing it. Yeah, it's just again distractions. It's just, a, it's just a nice chill game. Yes, it is. Um, trying to think. Oh, uh, I want to say, I want to say, what's the cloud one? There's a cloud. Oh, uh, cloud punk. Cloud punk. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to carry on with that. that that's all. That's another one. I think that awesome. one I've just got to start. So yeah, I have. I think uh, of all the ones I've wishlisted from the podcast, I think <laughs> between yours and everybody else's who's, who's made suggestions i think yours is the only ones i've actually bought <laughs> that's not to say that they're uh, the rest of them are bad i just hadn't it's just that mine are excellent i know you can say it it's fine <laughs> well it's only because you're in the cool and the one else is yeah i was gonna say it's because i'm here isn't it yeah <laughs> no i'm joking um <laughs> that has just been really good really good um recommendations so yeah thank you for that one uh be something i can look forward to playing anyway um yeah let's move let's move on because you know we can, we could talk yes. I, could, I could i could stick to that conversation all night but i think that might get a little bit dull for some people um but yeah let's let's move on to uh, no doubt we'll come back to it again <laughs> oh, yeah 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 no doubt but, yes, uh, but what have you been playing well f- actually um the, i i haven't been getting into a lot of new games just because i i just can't i have actually been playing a lot of sim games um, and I did mention it to you before going live, but I've been playing quite a lot, and I've, I don't know what my Steam um, thing says. Uh, I've got 22 hours on record of, and it's um, Duo Truck Driver Truck Truck Simulator Two. Um, it came out in October. This is a quite an old game, but it came out in October 2012, and I come I stumbled across it because um, I was kind of in a bit of a rut and you know i've been stuck at home for quite a bit so i'm sort of like reached a point of i need something that's completely out of my go-to like i don't mind playing a lot of 
build simulator kind of games but this was a drive simulator and i've never done drive simulators outside of a racing game life the last racing game might have been um not like sports or something like that which was on game pass so it was otherwise i wouldn't have got that because i only downloaded it because it was on game pass let's face it it's not exactly a game i would actually purchase i wouldn't want to purchase that because i i I find them kind of tedious towards you know I, i get bored of them quite quickly whereas this i got 22 hours in it and i have only just noticed it <laughs> um, that's more than i've got in euro truck simulator 2 i've got yeah like 3.9 or something like that oh wow oh well um but that goes to show how engaging i was in i and i've i know it's like it's, it is a simulator and a lot of people say oh it's a driving there's not much to talk about it it's it is exactly what it says on the tin it's you know it's it's a European truck simulator, so it's set in Europe, obviously. But you do have the obvious countries, you know, um, France, Germany, Spain, Italy, you know, those sort of surrounding areas. And it doesn't go, uh, I don't, and other than DLC, you can't go beyond, you go up to like Hungary, somewhere like that. You, so you can't yeah. go, you don't go into Romania or anywhere like that. It sort of stops there. It stops just before you go into, you have to buy the DLCs, I think. I think in in fact yeah. to go to Romania, yeah, it's a DLC. Um, but yeah, you can go through the UK. So if if you haven't heard of it, I mean, you know, like I said, I think I had sort of heard of it, but I've always just turned my nose at them. Rather, sort of, um, I don't take a second look at them, and I, I just sort of like pass them by. Been stuck in a run recently, and I've stuck at home, and I'm trying to think of something to keep me occupied whilst I'm um, not able to do a lot. So this was this was actually kind of ideal. It was literally, um, I, I think I got it in the sale. I don't think I paid full price, but I mean, it was sixteen forty nine originally. It's currently Steam sales come and go all the time, but it's currently four pound twelve, seventy five percent off. I mean, it is as old as it is. Uh, you kind of don't expect to pay the full price anyway. Now, you, you know, I think you'd always. But for the content, I mean, four pound nine—that's a bargain. That is the amount of content you get. Amount of content, and like a lot of people will be asking, like, is it worth even that? And I would say yes, it is because you know, yes, you are arguably you're doing the same thing over and over again. But if you're, I'm just sat there, you know. I mean, I, I will confess, I haven't gone to the to the lengths of buying. There are people who will stream this and they have full rig gear. Like I'm talking like the pedals and the steering wheel. So uh, like me then. <laughs> I, yeah, look, I'm not against that as an idea as a as an idea. I like the idea of doing that, but I just, I just don't have the space or the, I don't have the capacity to do so. Yeah. And neither do I have the cash to do it as at the moment, especially. So I can't do it. So I started off and I will recommend against this as a like for anyone who's never thought about doing it and thought, oh, is it really worth it? Yes, it is worth it. Should you go out and get a steering wheel? That's down to you to decide. I'm not going to sway you one way or the other. I guess we can come to bacon on whether that's any, you know, what's good out there at the moment. Um, but for me, I, <laughs> I did play, I do play on keyboard. It is PC. So it is, it does sort of like, I don't know if it ever converted over to, console as far as i'm aware it's just pc i only. don't think so no i think it is just pc only so if, you know for anyone who's interested um but i did play with keyboard and mouse i can honestly say that is the worst experience ever i had what is 
commonly known as repetitive strain injury on my wrist mm. <laughs> by holding down because obviously for those who are playing on keyboard and mouse, you, you'll notice that obviously the, you've got the, the usual WSAD keys um, and my middle finger is always on W, but it's constantly on W. And I'm just, yes, you can play, you're playing it one-handed ultimately. You're just, you're not having to turn your, you're, you're not turning your head anywhere because like, Using the mouse will control the driver's head, left and right, up and down, and so on. And um, you don't really need to use that. So I'd be drinking tea <laughs> with one hand, and then, but that then became, like I said, the re- repetitive strain of me. Twenty-two hours, you know, <laughs> twenty-two hours on. All right, <laughs> I didn't play it constantly, but for a good week, every yeah. day, I'd play for at least two or three hours a day, and then uh, give it a rest. Um, I think the other thing was. As a non-driver, I do recognise that driving does make you tired. And um, yeah, when, does, you're, yeah. <laughs> when you're driving a big, big ass rig, I, I, again, it is only a simulator, and it's not real, and it's not. I, I'm not having to turn a wheel and try and steer um, a truck for real life. But my God, I don't think I could ever do that as a job. <laughs> I'm glad it is a simulator. Uh, Speaking of speaking of which, <laughs> um, I'm, I, I sort of laugh because it's, I, you, you get bank offer you money if you wanted to. I, so I took I took every loan they gave me. I now own. Um, I'm in debt of like minus ten thousand pounds. Um, I'm in so much debt. Uh, I bought my own truck with the money. I bought a business with the money I was given. Um, and never considered the fact that. Yes, it's a simulator. And I don't know why I never thought about it, but banks, like real life, want the money back. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, it's money. Why can I why can I have the money? Give me the money. I want the money. So I borrowed I borrowed way more than I was earning. And every time you do a job, like so it's broken down into sections like you before you own a truck, you need to earn money. Uh, as I said, obviously I played it badly, but like the best way to play it is obviously to earn money first, try to build up uh, enough sort of capital so that you can end up then going into business and maybe doing your own haulage sort of firm. Um, If you wanted to, you could just become your own boss. Yeah, you carry on driving, but you can hire people. Um, I know I hired someone, (laughs) but I didn't buy a second truck, so they had no truck. I didn't even notice in my... Because you get emails as well. You get... um, So you've got emails, you've got bank, you've got... got garage you've got uh trailers that you can buy your own trailers as well so you could like again you know you're creating a whole business um but you can get hired by companies to deliver your uh to deliver their goods to certain parts now at the start it's set i think it's just set in you can select your starting point i think you could start in london or i think newcastle or the or birmingham or something like that i can't remember but um, each time you start somewhere, it give you a short distance. Then you earn your cash, and then you go to somewhere else. Every time, it gives you. So, if for example you had London, London to Plymouth, you would then unlock Plymouth as um, a go-to. So, you, if you want it, so that's how the game sort of develops. So, like you start unlocking places the more jobs you take. So, you take a job. And the job's based on distance, time, and what the actual thing you're carrying in your trailer. So it could be, could be break, it could be 
damage, like something that's easily breakable. It could just be canisters. It could be tires. It could be windows. It could be fruit. Um, different fruits carry certain different weights, so they um, you'll get paid more or less depending on what that is, and plus the distance as well. So yeah, you'll you'll have to develop your career. Um, obviously, don't do it like I did. I just kept borrowing money from the bank because I thought that was what I was supposed <laughs> to do. <laughs> and in the end, the bank wanted their money back. Um, if you are taking a job, um, there are gas, gas, I'm not American, petrol stations um, throughout motorways. There's obviously service stations that people are going to be familiar with. Um, for trucks, obviously, there's a slightly different parking base because, you know, it's designed for trucks. So you do have an option to fill up your car, uh, your car, your truck. Um, there's inside the cab, you're going to have uh, a sat-nav. You've got petrol gauge. You've got a bed, a little bed indicator. So it tells you whether or not you'll need sleep. Now, if you decide to do a full 12-hour run without sleep, and then you go on to your next job, if you're still tired, if your driver's still tired, it will continue on. Um, I've had, um, there is a good indication of you being tired is that your driver starts to close his eyes. And of course, if he starts closing his eyes whilst you're driving, you slowly start to drift because <laughs> the, the screen goes blank um, it, to illustrate your closing of your eyes. So um, there is that kind of realism, I suppose, but I guess it's trying to implement that idea that you need to rest. Um, so you, the, the little bed icon goes from white to a sort of pale blue and then eventually it goes red when it goes red then that's when your driver your gets fatigued and gets tired and starts closing their eyes so you're going along at 60 mile an hour down the um down a motorway and then you're drifting and you're like whoa hold up i need to i need to pull over i need to go to a gas okay <laughs> one of the same gas station petrol station you've got to pull over to a services and rest now, uh, you can do that within the time limit. It should be fine to actually pull over. Obviously, depending on the distance, like if it's an hour or two hours drive, you won't necessarily need the rest. But if it's a 12-hour journey, you are required to rest. And it's within the time frame of that delivery so that you don't get penalized. You can get penalized if the truck is damaged. You can get penalized if you're late. But again, like the, the game allows for rest. So even if so you think, oh, if I rest, I'm going to lose time. It's fine. You you still you can still complete your journey and have an, an excellent score. Um, the only time you're going to get a bad score is if, um, like me, <laughs> I crashed a few times because I was trying to uh, keep my finger down. Again, at the start of the game, I was always using a controller. I've uh, sorry, my mouse and keyboard. I've now moved over to controller, which means I can't drink my tea in real life, which you know I'm sad about. But anyway. Um, that's just additional realism because try to drink tea and drive a truck probably not recommended anyway yeah yeah that's true um <laughs> but yeah i i've been enjoying it like obviously it's not a game that I, it's not a go-to game that i've ever had in the past and I, i've always like as, as i said i've always turned my nose up these sort of things just in a bit of a snobby kind of way but once I discovered it, and I'm kind of glad, glad I did, not only have I got the Euro Truck Simulator, but I got the USA Truck Simulator as a or slightly alternative to different locations. It's exactly the same game, just in the USA. 
um, arguably they've got their steering wheel on the wrong side, as is most of Europe. <laughs> um, yep. You know, I mean, I, I, I do it. I, I do it as a means of escapism, as a means of, because like if you, I play a lot of horror games. I play a lot of ghost hunting games, which I'm going to get onto a little bit later. There's, there's a game that I do want to sort of mention after I talked about this. Um, but yeah, there's, it's just a great, it's just a great escapism from, from real life, especially in, in my current state of, um, my personal life at the moment, I'm just in a bit of a, I need to be doing something different. I, what I do, uh, ultimately I must remember what I do like about this is it implements real life radio stations. So <laughs> whilst it has, it's it does have license to have actual there's there's been stim- simulators in the past that I have played um like racing games uh like I think Forza is one of them the ones I go up actually I'd already mentioned it but I think they use fake names which are similar to the ones that you'd expect you know instead of mm. Jaguar it's probably cat or something you know um or lion do you know what I mean? It's kind of like that, but in this, it is definitely hundred percent. You, if if it's a Volvo cab that you've got, you have a Volvo. It's not called something different. It's not called you no know, Swedish or something. You know, it's called Volvo. It's called um. I can't think of actual. Is it Scanner? I'm Scania. not sure. Scan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, they're they're real names. The real the real products. I think the <clears> only. Um, difference is there are certain like it's not Ikea it's not names like that but it's like I-K-E so it's kind of like that it's, but it's the uh, the the lettering is the same <laughs> as Ikea but it's not Ikea you know you know what they're trying to do um, yeah. so there's certain things that they don't get they don't have license for but what they do have license for are some certain um london based or british i would say um british based um radio stations so you do have manchester uh, radio you do have smooth fm for those who are more familiar with smooth i think there are a couple of others there but i couldn't receive them um i want to see if they've got tfm now i'm not sure if they do i'm not sure if they do um but i know smooth fm's there and radio caroline is there as well i do recall that has been on the list of like you, you've also got European radio stations, which might play a lot of um, English um, songs, but obviously there's they do have some of their own, you know, whatever the country is, uh, you know, French bands will have, obviously there's going to have some French bands play, you know, French radio stations will play French music as well as like sort of international, other international like um, artists, as well um you can implement your own music into the music file so if you go to the music file and you've got music downloaded to be honest i'd much i'd rather listen to spotify um and then have spotify playing instead like just that's just easier for me and instead of like downloading a load of files and then then going into the game file itself into the into the um, sound files and then add it in there which you can do but that's that's a suggestion but for me personally, I just put on Spotify if I'm bored of the radio. I didn't realize it was real life radio because I remember a game years ago called Gotham. 
is it Gotham Radio? Gotham Racing? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, Project Gotham. Pro- Project Gotham Radio. Yeah, they had um, yeah. radio stations, and when you went through tunnels, yeah. it actually responded in the same way as you went through a tunnel, so it had to cut off. Annoyingly, but it, it, was, it was yeah, it was uh, it was it was that was a good game back in the day when it came out. Um, but yeah, this has that same sort of like. Obviously, nowadays we've got DAB, so it's you don't get so much of a. I don't think I you do go through tunnels. Yes, you do go through. I don't think you you lose the reception as much now because it is using DAB. Mm. Um, you know, you know, it, it picks up. It uses the internet, so it obviously live streams from the actual music station onto your uh, game, into your game, gameplay. So you can choose those stations. You know, as I said, you got the, op- or you got the option to just listen to Spotify or it doesn't have to be Spotify, whatever music station, you know, um, platform you have, whatever apps you have available to you. But I, I did like the fact, because I, at first I thought, is it generally using that? And then they, they called the 10 o'clock news or whatever it was. Oh, it's now ten o'clock. We're going to go to our newsrooms, and we're like, "Oh, oh wow, okay." So, and it is ten o'clock in real life. So, yeah. So, yeah, that um, that's been good for me. Good, good find, and I'm glad I came. I'm glad I sort of changed my mind about it, and I'm glad I never became so snotty about it um, originally. Um, like I said, it came. It's um, came out in 18th of October 20, uh, 2012. I don't think there's been anything since then. They, I think. They have made other games like uh, it's uh, SCS software. I think there's also Train Simulator. You've got you got you. They've got so many different. Because I was borderline deciding on whether or not to get this one or Train. I was like, do I really want Trains? <laughs> That's going to be boring. I think this one's more fun because you've got to stay awake more. Like on a track, you, what do you do on a track? Well, you might, you miss your stop. That's it. You carry on going. Um. <laughs> I don't it's quite you quite literally on rails. I feel like there's no foul there, whereas this one is more of a foul, there's more of a concentration at least. You got your indicators, you've got your windscreen wiper, which I think is quite a cool. Yes, you're driving through um the British countryside, so naturally it's gonna rain. Um I was driving through um I was driving through somewhere in Wales in like the tight um corners. My goodness, I they were they were tight. I, it's like all of a sudden you get like a little notification which will come up on your your HUD. You get a little screen that cut, that tells you certain things now and again on your, which is kind of like HUD, and it says, "Oh, you've just hit a car." I was like, I didn't even know it was, it was in my blind spot. That's his fault, not mine. You know, <laughs> I don't care. It's not my fault. Oh, oh, yeah, speed cameras as well. I I keep going oh, for yeah. speed cameras. I get minus two hundred and fifty pound every time I go past them. So. That goes towards my my extensive bill that is never a shrinking <laughs> amount of speed cameras. Because at first I didn't take it, take it seriously. I didn't take it. Now I started taking. I'm actually actually care about it a little bit. I actually do care about the game a lot more. I mean, you know, even though I'm what I I recently played a, um two hours. Um, but yeah, my my collective. Time is like twenty two point three on record. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, I stopped playing it for about a week, and then I went and I came back to it about a couple of days ago. So yeah, I'm doing it, and I'm currently getting my bathroom decorated. So it's like I I need to do something that I can keep an eye out for when they're because they just turn up when they want. It's this it's it's a council thing, so they there's no set time. It's different. 
tradesmen coming in all the time. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I'll put something on that I can stop and start as and when. You know, I don't. What I don't want to be doing is something live, um, or ghost hunting. Whilst you know, oh, I'm getting hunted by a ghost. Oh, I've got to answer the door now. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> my characters just died. Ghosts you know, don't wait. No. Ghosts don't wait, and neither do other people online. So I've I've not played like online games for that reason. This is online. You can choose to go into lobbies if you wish. You can join other people's games if you wanted to. I've chosen not to just because um, I'm, I'm still kind of enjoying what the game's offering on on its content. Um, I'm currently in the middle of doing a twenty hour journey um it's one of my longest journeys i've ever done and it will pay out about 18 grand if i do it if i complete it so i'm i'm hoping to continue that at some point i you can stop and start when you want like Mm. realistically you can just sort of pause the game and your pause there's obviously it is a simulator but it's not that realistic that you have too much traffic imagine driving the m25 in real life and it's filled with cars. <clears throat> you drive the M25 in this game, you're pretty much going to get from A to B in about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Um, and I say A to B, I mean, in terms of like mileage, it's a good sort of about 15 miles <laughs> in about 10 minutes, um, which you wouldn't do in real life. You would be chock-a-block with traffic. Yeah, it'd take, otherwise it would take the fun away from playing the game, wouldn't it? Let's, let's be honest. We can't, we can't have that much realism. Unless you just ram through them, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine my costs going quite sky high at this point because <laughs> I don't have a truck lift. Yeah, if you do, I must I must also mention as well, if you do quit and you can't get the job done, you do get penalised as well. So that actually adds cost to your, adds more cost on top of what I already owe. So <laughs> I'm trying to actually finish off. Like, like I said, I'm now taking it a little bit more seriously and I'm trying to earn that extra cash so I can pay off my my bank loan. So that that £18,000 um, job that I'm on, which is a 20-hour journey, I'll probably do it in real life in a couple of, in a couple, I was going to say a couple of streams, in a couple of playthroughs. Um, just because tiredness do, is real. Mm. You know, when you're driving, tiredness does affect you. Um, even though it's a computer simulation, it is still um, a real thing. Concentrate. I am. I never realised how many times I look at my mirrors, or don't. <laughs> depending on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> depending on the situation. How often you should look at your mirrors? <laughs> there is. They, they, they have implemented a camera. There's a camera that you can buy specifically for the game, where it actually records your eye movement. Oh, that's um, cool. So I'm like, I, I wouldn't get it. But I thought it was worth mentioning. If people do want to get it, you can actually get a camera that monitors your eye movement. So you, it checks whether or not you can, um, <laughs> you are monitoring the mirrors correctly. Uh, yes, there is a bit of a cheat because there's a monitor. I don't know. What I say cheat. Maybe there is. Maybe it's true. Maybe you can get uh, a monitor in the cab which records the what's the other the opposite side the offside is it offside mirrors. I think it is. I don't drive, so I don't know. I'm just sort of yeah. Near side is curbside, offside yeah. is so yeah. Other. So so yeah. So so the way where you can't often see your you know because you can turn your head in game. You can turn your character's head, but 
trying to do it on the joy on the joysticks is not great. It's like you know on, on a controller, you you either you either look left very sharply or you move too slow, and by the time you've moved, mm-hmm. you've already crashed. So yeah, using this, you know, you, you can tweak a lot of it. You can it is set up to have been really easy, so it's automatic gear changes. You can change it to gear changes if you wish even with the ability to have a steering wheel on or a controller or a keyboard and mouse there is ways that you can change gears um you can put your hazards on i think i think there's a hazard i don't know what i don't know yeah yeah, yeah can, there is yeah you can you can do all of the things that you would expect to be able to do in real life or you can have it as easy or as hard as you want um it does give you those options. So I've been enjoying it. I really have. Um, I've talked about this quite. I didn't think I'd be talking about it as much. And I've realized <laughs> you how... also really like it, which is good. Yeah. I mean, it is. I, I've, I have, like I said, I've been enjoying it quite a lot. And I'm, I'm enjoying the experience of going on the Eurostar because for some reason, that's the thing that you got to do. There's that or the ferry. I think mm. you've got mostly it's Eurostar, but yeah. Um, to, so I can go into Brussels and then start driving on the wrong side of the road. Um. Yeah, there's there's occasionally there are police blocked uh police um block the road so you'd have to you're you're supposed to go past you're supposed to bypass it but uh, I did this on one on one particular job it said it should take me four hours and I got down to the last hour and a half and the police had blocked off a turning that I needed to take so I didn't take it I went and I it diverted the traffic that added another four hours on top of my journey. I was like, Oh my God. So of course <laughs> it counted as being late. Yeah. The last time that happened, I went through the barrier and I didn't get penalized for it. So I didn't care. So I think that's the, that's the <laughs> way forward. But yeah, you, it's kind of annoying when it happens because if you did do, if you try to do that, take the realism approach, it's like, well, you've just added four hours to my journey now. I'm going to be late. But why were you late? Well, there was a police barricade. I uh, guess that's the that's all part of the reason thing. That like sometimes you'll get there early, sometimes you'll get there late. It would be your fault, but it's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see see it for what it is. It is there for. Realism. I think you do have the options to turn some of these things off, though, don't you? I think, I is, think if you go in so. the, if you go in the settings, so you, you can um, toggle these things on and off. Yeah. Um, you can, you like I said, the realism of it. If you want to stick it to the realism of it, if you wanted to, you can. Yeah, you can drive first person in the cab, which is I would say that's the probably the best way to do it. You can have the camera outside, so it's looking over the back end of the trailer, or the whatever you're pulling along. Mm. Um, I think that takes away from the realism of it. I mean, it depends how realistic do you want the game to be. It's really up to you. It's it's all down to your own way of your own game style i suppose you know yeah your own preferences your preference yeah but i've spoken too much i think i spoke quite a lot about this i think i'll I'll ask you yeah if you want to anything you wanted to like i mean the the the, having not i obviously haven't i've I've only got like near near as damn it four hours in that game um just mainly because like anything you know what it's like we've got so many games and it's like what do you choose what do you play and for me when it comes to simulator games it's usually racing to be fair yeah uh but in answer to the question of um of whether 
you should get a wheel or not. I think it depends on a, I mean, obviously a big part of it's going to depend on your finances, but also it's a case of, well, is this something that you just want to play at, have a, have a, a play around with and that's it? Or is it something like you think, you know what, well, I'd like to try, you know, driving simulators as well, like racing simulators, yeah. trucks, things, and you really get into them. Yeah. Um, for those that think that they'll want to do it, and it does, it, again, it's, I guess it, it's, it's just opinion based, but in my opinion, if you want that added kind of realism, you can't really beat a wheel for anything driving related that yeah. isn't arcade. Um, and for me, I mean, I've got, I, I'm refusing, A, because I haven't got the cash, but also I said to myself, until I start playing simulators on a more regular basis, I refuse to upgrade to a direct drive wheel because yeah. they're pricey. So I'm using a, um, a, Logi a Logitech uh, G920 which is the uh, Logitech wheel for PC and Xbox. There's also the G29, which is for PC and PlayStation. So there's two different types. Uh, and it's wheel and pedal set. And a f actually, a friend of mine a couple of years back for my birthday got me the Logitech um, shifter that you can get as well. Yeah. So I, I also have the, the shifter as well as the flappy paddles on the wheel. Um, in terms of pricing... I'm going to have to do a little, little bit of a, a quick Amazon check because I actually can't remember <laughs> what the price is. In the grand scheme of things, they're not expensive for wheels. There are other things. I think like Thrustmaster do their wheels as well, but I have no... Um, I've, got, I've got no experience with those, so I don't know how good they are in comparison. But here you go. So if on new, obviously, if you, if you can find one, you know, secondhand, you know, eBay, whatever, that's fantastic. But yeah, the uh, the G920 is on Amazon is currently uh, 195 pounds, uh, with a recommended retail price of 350. But you'll you'll rarely see that now. It's usually around about like the 200 quid mark. Yeah. Um, and the Logitech, uh, the the stick shift, stick shift. Uh, again, I'm going American now. <laughs> uh, God's sake. Yeah, the gear the gear shifter is 40 quid as an add-on. And I think the G, uh, what was the other one? G twenty nine, isn't it? Yeah. Is actually that's more expensive. So G twenty nine is around the two hundred and thirty quid mark. Um, and they did release a new one reasonably recently, which I think is the G nine twenty three, which I think is for PC and. Uh, PS5, and that's 290 quid. But if PC only, it makes no difference. You might as well just go for whichever one's cheapest. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. If you've got the cash, if it's something that you feel like you want the realism, it's something you're going to do more often, I'd say it's absolutely worth it. Um, but you need to have the space. So if you can't afford like a, a rig setup, or you can't, or you haven't got the space for one, these will obviously bolt to the desk. But just bear in mind that your seating position might be a bit weird because you're, depending on your on your desk setup, you're generally you generally sit higher than you would in a car. Right. Yeah. Um, so you're, that's what I found before I got my before I got the rig. The drive the driving self for, for the wheel was absolutely fine, but the pedals, my god, it, it really hurt my legs just because of the angles that I was trying to use. But you can get around that with the handy use of a box. 
<laughs> and literally this is what i did i got i got an empty box i glued another piece of cardboard to the back of it to stop it from sliding and i had it on a box to uh, uh, that way i could adjust like the height so that it was more comfortable so there's ways and means but yeah i'd say yeah for, for realism and if you're enjoying it i don't think you can beat a wheel but if it's a casual thing you play it every so often yeah controller is absolutely fine you just you just don't get as much feedback it's not you know you know what it's like when you're using the sticks it's very difficult if you try and take a nice a nice like shallow curve or something or, yeah. or a tight one to yeah it's very easy to oversteer or understeer yeah 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 and no, i can totally relate to what you said um because like, like i said i don't do a lot of racing stuff now i you know i i used yeah. to a few years ago i like uh, we briefly mentioned like the gothic um project racer you know that was something i did you know when it first came out and then i i did a couple of like uh gran turismo games but like again it was you know mm. when i had an interest for those i sort of moved on moved away from them and i and i never went back to them since um until like i said the forza was which was um free t- to download mm. from game pass so yeah, mm. but I I've got no use to sort of like at the moment to get sticks or anything like that. But yeah, using a controller saved my saved my aching wrist so much. But like, yeah, don't try your keyboard and mouse. No, 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 no <laughs> definitely not. I mean, don't that, try that. If steering was your thing, great. If not, then yeah, controller um, for me. Yeah, and I get like because like you can just pivot like on the on the um, the acceleration. So like I was hitting. That thirty mile an hour, and like if I go, if I squeeze the the um, the back uh, triggers because you, you with controllers, obviously you got your you got your two triggers left and right, and then you got your bumpers left and right, and then you got mm. your two sticks. Um, so yeah, if you just pivot, you can just pivot on, uh, which I would imagine how your foot would be resting on that that pivot of like not going too far yeah. forward that you're going to get thirty five mile an hour and not going too far back there you get 25 mile an hour so it's yeah you're constantly feathering it yeah you just depending yeah. on like whether you go yeah. uphill downhill whatever yeah you yeah. can feather it and that's the word i was looking for yeah <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah so i can, you can just do that whereas with obviously keyboard mode it's either full on w or it's full on s you know, you could always. Yeah, that's always a problem with with, with keys, with key, isn't it? Yeah, you, 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 you are, can't your get full that. lock. Your full lock turning. Yeah. Um, you tap, you're having to tap A or S to straighten the wheel. You know, to to, to get that balance, it's like tap 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 tap. Whereas I can just with the thumb stick, just again, it's still on the borderline of like feathering it, I suppose. But yeah, mm. controller for me at the moment it's the only way i'm going to go forward i mean I, I i don't know how deep i want to go down the rabbit hole of simulators so at the moment i'm kind of happy with the two i say the two games because it is i've still got the usa version of the euro truck mm. simulator it's just a nice just a slightly different alternative for its terrain more than anything um yeah you earn dollars instead of pounds um that's it um there's no real difference there. A lot more straight roads over there. Yeah, are you got uh, well, there is that, and it's it's kind of weird. I thought that um, the highways, motorways, or autobahns, depending on where you are, because you know different countries have different names for them. But 
I thought they were slightly more faster than the UK, but it turns out UK seems to be a little bit more faster than anywhere else from where I've tried driving so far. And I'm quite surprised by that. I thought, you know, autobahns, it's not, it's not that it's, um, it's miles per hour, it's kilometers. And I think that's probably yes. where I was getting the confusion from. Like you're not doing a hundred kilometers per hour, you're doing 55 or 56 miles an hour. Mm. Um, and I just, I would think I was probably misled in, into believing that, um, when you, whenever you see on TV, the, the, the speedometer is hitting the hundred. It's not, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it probably is, but in kilometers. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 60 mile now. 60 mile now. And again, with the US, it's the same sort of like, um, sort of similar sort of system. Uh, you know, there's me thinking you can go down these, like what you would call Route 66 of that straight runs and stuff like that. Um, it's not. It's yeah, it is. It, it, you think, oh, I can, I can hit my. You, you. They have weird speeds. Like they start off doing twenty-five mile an hour, and then it goes down to sort of uh, thirty-two or something like. That. It's like what? <laughs> that's weird. Bit of a weird change. Anyway, that's me. See, all, all, all this now makes <laughs> me want to go and watch Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> See now, right? <laughs> not, I when I'm doing the U US, it's like some of the radio stations, and I'm like, you know what? I could really do with um, a bit of a Burt Reynolds moment here, <laughs> like yeah. that because that I, I would definitely that is a go-to for me. That's an actually go-to. Movie, I, I do love Smoking Smoke the Bandit one and two, three. I, I've never seen it, and apparently it's not great. So I'm, I'm, I'm it's not. Skip. No, so I, to be fair, I, I, I just stick to one. I just stick to, to, to the first one. Yeah, two, two had its moments, but like, yeah, one is the go-to, and um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's that's another conversation for itself, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I def yeah, doing playing the US version of this was like. Where's 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 um where's me eastbound and down? <laughs> oh, gonna be the blocker for me um Trans M. Breaker breaker for the bandit. <laughs> yeah. I want. I just want to now now see now I want to play it. But <laughs> like, screw the podcast. I'm done. That's right. You can you can yeah. You might be able to drink your tea, but you can talk and drive. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm I'm going I'm going I think I will go full on um I will go if I was to, I've never I've not streamed it if I if I did I would go full on I think you should cow, cowboy hat oh yeah <laughs> bro, that, break a break that, yeah, that, that's the stream that's the stream we want that's the stream we want yeah break a breaker I got me a band here. <laughs> High talent, it. I don't know. I don't know words. I don't know. <laughs> you need to watch the film again. I'm, I'm going to make shit. I'll, I'll do what I normally do. Just make shit up. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's me done with Euro Truck. Uh, I think we can move on. <laughs> we only don't talked about two games. We're sort of like an hour uh, in. That's not bad. What else have you been playing? <clears throat> well, apart from the simulators and, and that I've just mentioned, uh, today I actually played. Uh, now, I know I've talked about it briefly before. We have mentioned it before because it was kind of new at the time, but I've gone back to playing Demonologist a few times. But today, um, today being the 5th of August, as I say today because we are live, but we're a live recording. So for those who have just listened to it, you know, 5th of August, 4th or 5th of August, the new map came out for Bedlam. Um, for those who are not familiar, so 
Um, demonologist is basically a ghost hunting. It's a co-op horror game that can be played, you know, on I, which I tend to do anyway. Um, one or up to four players, so you and three other friends can play. Um, your goal is like many of these that have been out over the time. You know, Phasmo, you're familiar with it. It's a ghost identifying game. You go in and try to identify what the ghost is by you by use of different equipment, EMFs, which is it has its own design, unique designs of emfs uh spirit boxes so you can talk to the ghosts ask questions if you get a response then obviously that's it it has its own unique sort of uv light system again it's still there to sort of pick up fingerprints within the game um it has obviously torches and stuff um they recently added a lot it's, they've been adding a lot of um up small updates as times got progressed um, they had a japanese map which came out um a good couple of few months ago now um it originally launched 27th of march um i think it i think it finally came out i don't know is it still in early access i'm not sure yes it's still in early access so it came out on 27th of march yes um we i played this um again few months ago came out a uh, new map came out either the fourth or the fifth not sure um of this new map bedlam and it's uh basically um a, 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 a uh a sane asylum kind of map i think it's it's got like so it's got that sort of uh areas where obviously patients stayed and it has doctors quarters so that there were certain doctors offices throughout the building it looks massive on the outside it's one of their biggest maps that they've actually done that's actually come out i think it's probably a little bit too big now i had some fun with this earlier i had some fun i've got some criticisms about what the map is in its current state um so the idea of this particular map like every map is unique in this game every map has its own environmental happenings jump scares um it has certain so every map has has its own story uh, tied to it so there's certain stories tied to certain house like the cyclone house has a girl associated with it and if you follow you can try to solve that puzzle it is a puzzle within itself although they're kind of one-time things um again with this bedlam asylum um it has a character called Susie, i believe i'm just getting i've got some information about it i think this is some i think bacon when you was in my chat you were referring to someone was it with the initial s and i think yes. that relates to Susie. um that has a separate story but it, again it's a one-time thing and that's kind of um what i like about this is that you try to piece these things together now up till now a lot of the gameplay has resolved you going around trying to once you solve the the mystery of what the entity is what the spirit is in that location you then get given uh, a phase two there's three phases to every game that you play so every time you every 
time you go into a uh, a location, you're you're given the three phases. The phase one, identify the ghost. Phase two, you need to collect certain objects in order to perform an exorcism. You've done the final stage. You move on to the next map, and you earn your XP. You earn your you earn your money for doing so. You get quite a lot of money for doing it. You do get more money for completing every stage. If you get the ghost wrong, you lose money. You, you get penalised like about 50%, I think it is. Um, in fact, there's actually a death bonus whilst playing on easy mode, at least. If you do die during an investigation, you'll get insurance. Insurance gives you back the money you lost. You do lose a lot of equipment if you have bought equipment by that stage. Um, you will lose everything you've bought. The game off gives you five things to start with. Um, an EMF, torch, and I think the UV light and the spirit box. And I think something else. Uh, the, the glass thing to, to, to see ectoplasm. Okay, so you get all that at the start. So... I've already, like I said, I've already spoken about this game, so I'm not. I didn't want to go too much into it. Um, this map, in particular, asks you to go around and find the ghost, as you always do. Once you've done all the, the stuff, you're still in danger of being hunted, so you've got to try and do all of this. Now, there's there is a room which is locked, and it will remain locked until you get to the second stage. The second stage, you have to solve the puzzle. Before you solve the puzzle, you have to find a piece. So it has you hunting for this piece. The fact that you have to find this piece, and that's all you're doing is finding a piece of a puzzle, and you're having to solve... The, the puzzle itself in question is one of those nine... Um, is it three by three squares? Yeah. Um, sliding puzzles. Sliding puzzles. Yeah. So you're... Yeah, I'm sure people have seen them. You might have had maybe um, a Daffy Duck kind of character that you that's jumbled up. You have to unjumble it using moving... Is it eight of the squares? Yeah, you've got... The, yeah. Yeah, the, the ninth square is missing purposely so you can solve the, the picture. Um, yeah, so you, you solve this puzzle. You then unlock the room that was locked that you... Um, and then you're presented with a conundrum of a like a maze it's like there's it gives you the instructions to get across this maze you need to have a pocket watch now the pocket watch was introduced for this update um for those who didn't know about the update like you know it's and you're interested in doing this you need to purchase the pocket watch the pocket watch is about six hundred dollars it's kind of one of the cheapest items on the store. The second object it gave you was salt. The salt, the purpose of the salt is that it creates a barrier, a ring of salt will protect you from the, the spirit when it hunts. So when it hunts, you, you're protected by that salt. Everyone who's playing can stand inside that circle and you will be going to be protected. The more times the ghost interacts with the salt, the, the weaker the salt becomes and then therefore, you know, eventually it becomes useless. To get the salt costs you three and a half thousand dollars, and I don't know why that's so expensive. Um, however, there is a chance to win that or gain that. There, in the in the asylum, there is a locked room. Behind um, this room is an extra item that the game will give you for free, so you didn't have, doesn't cost you anything, and you can actually did play the game when I got the soul, which is kind of useful. It became useful, but 
it was useless because it did. I didn't end up needing or using it for its purpose. And that's probably just on me, though, to be fair. Um, but to get into that, you need to find a set of bolt cutters. Uh, so you need to find those bolt cutters. Um, you could bypass that room all entirely. You don't necessarily need that extra item. Like I said, the game gives you at least five or six items before you start. A couple of times I played that map. I played it quite, I played it about six or seven times, I think, today, just so I got used to the layout and what I needed to do. I wanted to try and get to the last stage of exorcism. And I will confess to say I didn't do it. Um, which was unfortunate because I think I tried hard enough, but I tried so many different ways of doing this, these puzzles. So the, the final stage is the exorcism. But when you get into the, there's a, like I said, there's a room that opens that then reveals a maze. There's a grid of, I think it's 16 squares. I'm not sure. Um, it's like, is it four, four by four? I think it's four by four. Uh... I can't recall. But there is a yes. There's a desk with the same layout on the desk as this, these four by four squares. Next to that is a is a note. The note gives you the instructions on what to do, how to get through it, and this is why you need a pocket watch. The pocket watch gives you the time of day. So the first thing it says is four a I, I, um, between the hours of one and three. You can take this take the a path between the hours of four and six i don't know um between the hours of four and six you need to take the b path the b path is the is the mirror image of a then it goes on and then it goes in sort of twos or threes hours in intervals so it's like so to go to if it's between five and five and eight it's take the c path c path is uh, a 180 version of B. It's by the time you get that, and then there's this can this list goes on and on and on. And it's like by the time you get to F, <laughs> but it does go down that far. By the time you get to F, you're now reversing it back to A, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. When but I I was looking at it, I was thinking about it uh, just before we were talking. It literally, if you reverse it and mirror image something enough times eventually you go full circle so i think f goes back to a but it doesn't tell you that but you need but it's the same so it's the same pathway as what a was so you, it's like two squares in then you stand on the third square then you have to go two squares up and then you go take the then you take the <laughs> i'm trying to remember the pathway then you take the right square then you go up one square and then you go um, right one square. It's kind of like that. So imagine that grid of the four by four squares. It's just, and then it's telling you in between each of these time intervals, you can only take one pathway. And whilst you're doing that, time is still ticking away at an alarm. It's like every hour is a minute, I think it is, or a second. I'm not sure. Can't remember. <laughs> it's like a minute per hour. So I was playing it today and I know Bacon was in my chat as well. So he was like looking at like solutions and stuff and trying to help me out. Cause I was asking for help. It's like, I need help with this. This is just crazy. I don't know. This is just madness. 
I couldn't get through it. I mean, I suppose madness being the operative word because we are in an asylum, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it was just kind of crazy. Once we got to the other side, there, there was another challenge set out for us. We couldn't then exercise it. Now, up to this point, up to this map's release, every map has an exorcism which is doable. It's always a fetch and carry kind of scenario, but there's there's kind of fun. Um, it was fun to do. It was it was it had its moments, but it was kind of fun to do. But it's like this this map relies on you solving one puzzle just to take you to another puzzle, just to then exercise the spirit. So I feel this game has kind of let down what it set out to do. It's 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 still it's going to have a lot of people saying, "Oh, you just didn't enjoy it because you didn't get it." No, no, no. For me to enjoy this game, I want to feel engaged. I didn't feel engaged enough after thinking about it. After I started, after I started, I never mentioned it at the time, but I'm mentioning it now. I'm looking at it thinking there's there's no real fun here because I'm now put into a situation where all I'm doing is trying to find. It's like trying to find the bone in Phasmo, but the bone is in um, Sunny Meadows. You, with so many doors, um, so many rooms to look into, you ain't got time for that. You, like, you don't have to. The fact is, Phasmo does not penalize you for not finding the bone. It, you don't get a reward for it. You lose $10. It's not a massive amount. If I don't get the bone in any of the maps in Phasmo, I can still complete the mission. I can still solve the mystery of what spirit, what the ghost was. I can still do the secondary objectives. I still have the ability to go in there and get hunted a few times. I can still take like secondary objectives being take a photo of the ghost, take um, get the ghost to blow out a candle. Um, to you know, uh, smudge the ghost while it's chasing you. Those are fun objectives, and I don't mind doing those. And yes, okay, if I don't get the bone, that's fine. But in this game, it's asking you to find not. Let's call it the bone scenario. It's asking you to find a bone for the sake of going on to the next pro- progression. It's, that's kind of anti-fun then, because. It's it. That's where it loses. That's where it loses points for me. Um, I wish they would fix that. Uh, hopefully, they're going to fix that. Um, my other complaint about that's the biggest complaint of this map is the fact that it's a fetch and carry kind of quest. Um, you know, you can't progress on until you get said item, which to me feels it's just it doesn't feel fun. If someone says, "Well, it is up to four players." It just means you're going to do the same thing, but with three other people with you. You'll do the exact same thing. And the result, the end result, will always be the same. You're going to get an exorcism. Yes, that is the point of the game, but that should feel, I should feel like I'm enjoying it. I'm not enjoying playing the same thing. I chose to play that over and over again just so I could try to, to win. Not it's, I'm not taking points off because I won't win it. I'm taking points off because there's just nothing there for me to go back to. There's going to be a call 
looking animation, which they are really good. If you look at the previous maps and the previous times when I've played it in before, the animation's really good. The the game itself is is fine. Is there's you know it does need improving here and there. Um, there are some mechanical, you know, um, things that need to be changed. I I would like. I think I was talking about in my chat today when I um because you're playing on keyboard and mouse. I've got the mouse. You scroll f- to to scroll through the items that you're carrying with you. You can carry like you know with any of these games. It's carry free items. That's what you can carry. And then you have to drop the items, go back, get some more. To go to scroll through the items, I scrolled through the items. There's doesn't see, it's not as responsive. Um, it doesn't feel like it's it picks up on. You can change the settings. I know you can change the settings, but like at the moment, I've got it set to a certain way that I'm used to. But the 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 mouse scrolling wheel should flick through the items quickly. I was going from having the crucifix in my hand and the torch and having something else. I was going crucifix, crucifix, torch, torch, crucifix, something else in that order. Even if I scrolled backwards, it's the same kind of thing. It's the same thing that was happening. Scrolling through the the mouse wheel and doing torch, torch, crucifix, 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 torch, item. It's that, that trying to get that third item on in your hand so I could use it was kind of frustrating. I'd have to key bind it and I shouldn't have to, the thing is I shouldn't have to key bind it. I shouldn't have to go for the keys and, and bind and say, right, I want item three on, on number one. I want, you know, uh, on number three, you know, I could go one, two and three on all the items and then just press the numbers button. I could do that, but you've also got a scroll wheel, which does the same job. If I play, when I play on Phasmo, I scroll for the wheels and it's responsive, or I can push the buttons, and it's the same thing. Um, I can switch my torch on and off with Phasmo. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm putting too much on Phasmo, and saying what that. I, I, I think Phasmo's got some problems, but it's still kind of fun. I'm still having fun with it, and when I'm not having fun, you got to be able to say why you're not having fun. I, I played this about six or seven times the map, just to try and beat it, and then realised. After I came off, that all I'm doing is one objective. I want more objectives in the game. I want to be able to have change it. They've made the they've made the the law of the property interesting um, for you to play it through. But it's a one time event. So once you discover, once you connect the sto- there's, there's like hidden stories like Easter eggs and stuff like that that are in the game. They are fun to do. I was trying to do Cyclone Street, which is one of the maps where there's a there's a story there that one of the girls she was locked in a basement somewhere, and you try to release her or try to discover her room. As uh, I think it's Maria's, the case of Maria. I think that's it's called that. I try to do that, and it's quite in, you know there's 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 throughout the game throughout the map. There's words written down. If you say those, if you say the word out loud, it the game responds in a way where it reveals a hidden passage um, behind a bookcase, for example. 
in Bedlam, the map, there's nothing like that. I know that there is something connected to the building, which I've yet to discover. Uh, I hope to go back to it and try to do it. But again, it's a one-time thing. You're going to do it. I want to see more of that. I want to see more in the game. So for the me, the map itself is too big, but it's when there's you know when there's more of you doing it, it doesn't feel as big, obviously. But at the moment, I feel like it's it's just it feels just too big, too empty for what it is. Jump scares are really good. I like the jump scares. I love the randomness of not knowing what's going to happen. I got. I, I do get jump scares quite quickly in this in this game compared to like say Phasmo. Um Phasmo I don't jump as much, but I'm still enjoying the game. So it's you know, there's a nice balance. This, yes, I'm jumping when the jump scares are, um, arrive. I I think I will become numb to those the more I play the map. Just when I play it with other people, I'm gonna become numb to those jump scares just because, you know, you play them too many times. Um, yeah, um, it's, it's a good map, but it, it just, I just wish they didn't stick with this one, one mechanic of trying to, trying to solve this puzzle. And that just, for me to, to, you get, you literally, they added a puzzle on top of a puzzle and then another, and then another puzzle was like, it's just that. It was fun, but it did seem a little bit like filler. Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly filler. That was that what, was the problem, I think. There's just it, there's there's a little filler on this. I hopefully they they can fix it, um, just to make it a little bit more engaging. Um, yeah, and maybe randomize the exploding light bulbs. Um, I I did find out actually that light bulbs would explode the more light bulbs you switch on. Um, but okay. So I think that was my my initial complaint of the light bulbs. I just thought they I thought they were added as a means of trying to scare you, but no. It, the more you lights you switch on, the more chance you have of light bulbs exploding. So you're overpowering the system, as it were. Um, which I I, I didn't realise that. I I did find that out later after I finished streaming. So. Um, so yeah, that's probably why I light bulbs keep exploding. I, I had a complaint whilst playing, just to clarify what we're talking about. Um, every time I switched on the light bulb, one bulb would explode. It's like I counted up to about 10 and then I got like, oh, and I didn't realize that it was associated or it connected to the fact that you have to switch on the light. Then when you end, exit the, the room, so you switch it off. Apparently light bulbs will only explode if a if if it is a, a ghost event, then the ghost event will do that, but only in usually only in the room. I think that's kind of like Ghost Watchers did. That. I think one of those other games did it as well. But like like with Faz, if you switch on more than ten lights, um, the power shuts off. Um, but then you get the opportunity to switch the power back on. Although they do have exploding bulbs and it's usually a one-time event, with this one it was always co it's consistent. If you you can explode every bulb in the um in the location, 
which I thought was just overdoing that jump scare thing. I thought they were just overdoing it. Yeah, I thought that's what it was as well. But um, to, I think for what I understand, it's it's all connected to the fact that if you switch on too many bulbs, um, every bulb then goes boom. Okay. So I'll give that another. I'll, I'll I might not not I might not knock off another point because of that reason. I was going to knock off a point for that, but um, I, I I'm going to give that a pass on this occasion. But yeah. Hopefully that is the reason, and in which case we could say, yeah, that's fair enough, that's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll give it a pass. But as far as the, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, this map in particular is what we're talking about, Bedlam. As far as the game's concerned, it's still a good game, but it's it just let down by this map with its repetitive um, mechanic of puzzle filler, the filler. But I know you was yeah I know you put that yeah so there is um somewhere hidden which is I I I'd heard as well that there is somewhere hidden there's hidden spaces within there but you this all connected uh like in with Cyclone Street they recently introduced a sledgehammer to knock down a wall um I just got to figure out where. That wall is. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll continue to play it. I'll give it another. I won't give up the game just yet. I'm not gonna. I, I like to make sure that I play the game a few times before I completely brush it aside. Um, I'm not done with the game completely. I just like this map in particular needs a rethink in ter- in terms of main the main part of the game, like the hidden stuff. I'm very much invested in. I'm still kind of looking forward to try and reveal in some of the hidden stuff. So I'll go back just for that. Um, but for as, as in for playing this, just to get to the end goal, I don't know. I think I'm done with that for now. Um, I hope they will fix it. The devs, if you know, Clock Wizard Games, if you're listening to this, <laughs> please fix Bedlam. It's a fun game otherwise. And I think it's ruined by the repetitive mechanic of trying to solve a puzzle on top of a puzzle on top of a puzzle. Let's reduce that down. Let's change it a little bit. Um, it was fun before. It's not as fun now. Um, just for the, you know, because like the the end the end result is you get a really cool effect of the exorcism, and they are good. They are good effects. I've already said that they are good effects. I'm glad that they are doing these updates it's good to see these sort of these indie developers do more game uh more maps and stuff i think we counted up to about there's a possible i think 16 maps uh, in total that could potentially come out from this game they've only what is it six now there's currently there's about five or six maps five and five i think and one that's uh, that's showing us coming soon yeah so there's i one, think that's what it was yes so there's there's currently five there's only five maps um, there are obviously other games that have been out a little bit longer, so they've had time to develop more maps. So we're, we're giving them a pass for that. Like I said, this came out on 27th of March, which is, what, three, four months ago? Um, from from this, from this recording, at least. So, yeah, it's not been out that long. Um, yeah. yeah. I've been keeping an eye on there. I'm 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 a member of the Discord, so I've been watching their their stuff progress. 
obviously I do follow this type of game anyway. This this these content are these are the games that I do actually dive into. We were talking about Simulator just just a moment mm-hmm. ago. That, that's my downtime. This is my hardcore. <laughs> you know, Simulator. No much. steering wheel required for this one. No. More of a change of underwear, but that's about it. Yes. After it, it was very entertaining to watch. Well, I'm glad people do get to see that it can be seen as entertaining, at least. Yeah, it was. I mean, even though I'm not a, as, as you know, I'm not a big horror fan, certainly from playing from a playing point of view. No. I actually found this more interesting to watch than Phasmo. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I, I don't know why specifically. I just found it, yeah, as, as, a, as a member of the audience, I found it more entertaining. Yeah. I, I do think that this, this does have a lot more going for it than Phasmo in terms of, like I said, his, his jump scares are, are, are well developed. They're, they're really well done. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a few that even got me is just watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's like I always, I'm always intrigued by the new maps. Like this is the second map that I've brought out since the launch of the game. The game only came out with two maps. So, um, oh, you had to, oh, it, well, it had three maps. You had to progress to a certain level to unlock the third map. So he only had three maps initially. Um, so they've, they've launched, um, this is now their second map they've bought out. And again, there's, there's another, you know, their sixth map is coming soon with potential of having a good few added to it. So there's still this this game still got a lot of potential in it mm. to be a really good um, ghost hunting game, but I just wish they, yeah, they just need to reduce on the filler. I hope they can change this map. I hope there's enough that they can do enough on this map to change it. Hopefully, see, I, the problem is with these sort of games: the more people that say you've done really well the less likely they're going to change it for those that want it changed. And I guess, obviously, the masses will outweigh. You know, that's that's always the case. So, you know, I might not have fun in it, but someone else will. But if, you know, if, if it's always, if it's going to be outweighed to the point that everyone's in favour of this, it's never. It's not going to get changed. Unfortunately, you know, I say unfortunately. That's unfortunately for me. But for someone else, they might find it. It's really interesting. It's good. It's it's good, but it's not great. <laughs> that's why we're leaving it on that. Anyway, I'm going to finish. I think I'll end there because I feel like my throat is actually getting a bit sore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, it's out. But people want to try it. If if you do want to try demonologist, I know I've already given it a spotlight before but if you want to try demonologist it does have a demo and to buy it's only 1279 um i did mention this in my chat the other day um someone came in my chat the other day i was playing on monday i always play the the phasmo weekly challenges on a monday because that's usually when it gets reset someone came into my chat and i said about demonology they said is this any good i said yes it's great give it a go um but the, the, you know, I didn't realize that this was going to be out. I'm going to play this again. I'll give it another go. I'm not going to stop playing it. I just want to mention how disappointed I was with that filler. But um, yeah, 
there we go. Demonologist's Bedlam is out now, and if you want to play it, um, yeah, give it a go. So should we do a bit of news? Yeah, let's do some... Um, now that there's a massive amount out there from what I've there seen. Isn't, there isn't a lot. I mean, I think... There's, there's, I've got a handful, the but... <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, there's a, some, some small indie some game small, I've heard some... of called Baldur's Gate 3. Is it Baldur's uh, Gate? Maybe Baldur's Gate? Actually, Baldur's Gate, I think. Baldur's Gate, is it? I think so, yeah. It's on the borderline. <laughs> of being good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think, I think it actually dropped yesterday. Uh, so pretty much everybody's been playing that. Everybody known to man. Um, but yeah, other than that, we've had uh, a few bits of news and um, and rumours. So we've got uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage has been said to be 20 to 30 hours. Yeah, uh, yeah 20 hours if you're going to try and basically run through it like mad. 30 hours if you're a completionist, that's what they reckon. Um, there's been a Nintendo rumour. Um, Again, it is a rumor, nothing concrete yet, but apparently their next gen console is going to hit second half of 2024. Yeah. Um, it's looking likely to be a, a new Switch. Reports that I've heard state that they're looking to launch with the LCD screen as opposed to the OLED in order to keep the cost down. So that's probably not going to please some people. Yeah. Uh, no news yet on backwards compatibility. But I kind of. Surely they've got to include that if they want people to continue. They must do it. Because they've got like, what, 100 plus games or something that are on the current the current system. So you, you can't just, I can't really see them, well, mind you, it is Nintendo, you never know. But I, I can't really realistically see them launching like a new a new Switch, assuming it is, it is the Switch that's coming, or Switch 2, whatever it is, and not having backwards compatibility. That would be pretty insane. I think that would I think that would annoy a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh we've got <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming to PS4 and Xbox One, apparently. Do a better job. Yeah, I just I I, I kind of see that what uh, I don't know. I mean there's there were so many problems with PC um when that launched, and even a few issues with the Xbox uh Series X. So we'll 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 see. Yeah, uh Dead by Daylight apparently are doing Alien. Uh, I've got literally no information on that other than that's what's happening. They've released basically a, a some some like a, almost like a trailer showing the inside of the the spaceship, uh, and apparently if, uh, there's more information coming on August the eighth, so a few days time. And the only other one that I've got, I th- oh no, there's two more. Uh, so Dawn Trail has been uh, is officially announced as the Final Fantasy XIV's fifth major expansion that's coming summer 2024. And the only other thing I've got is uh, Xbox Live Gold will disappear at the end of next month, being no more to cease to be. <laughs> and hello, Mr. Freedy. Yes, how are you doing, I'm mate? I'm snacking at the last it's minute. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> just... Letting us do all the hard work then just exactly, comes in yeah. and steals the show. Yeah. I've got sore Coming. throat. <laughs> you can take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just went to talk a second ago. I was just had a mouth and a drink and I nearly just <clears> choked <throat> myself to death. So, I'm all right. <laughs> I nearly don't want to do that. Are yeah, you, you gents both doing so what have I missed? Oh, uh, well, we were talking about news. Uh, yeah, I've kind of gone through all of them now. <laughs> it's literally nothing left. Yeah, it's nothing left. Uh, there was not a lot. Uh, obviously, the biggest one is is this weird small indie game that's maybe sold a couple of issues. A couple of issues? 
a couple of uh, copies called uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah, which, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Apparently, yeah. It's, apparently it's sold quite a few copies. Apparently everybody and their mother seems to be playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, me included. Yeah. In fact, one of the things we were joking about before about the podcast that. is uh, we went on to uh, Game Ranks, and of the 14 stories right at the, like, at the top half of the page, Nine of them were about Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> yep, so, yeah. Over to you, Freddy, because you're the only one that's played it out of the three of us. Yeah, I've played it for five hours already. Because um, I played two and a half hours with my son, and I played two and a half hours on my own. Still got to the same location in the game both times. Um, <laughs> if you're a Dungeons & Dragons fan, you're in heaven. If you're a role-playing uh, game guy, you're in heaven. If you like any form of role-playing game, in general, you're in heaven. It is quite simply an incredible feat of computer engineering. Um, it's turn-based, isn't it? It's turn-based. Combat, it's, also, anyway. it's also fully yeah. co-op, up to four-player co-op. The entire campaign, start to finish, every player can make decisions in the game that affects the story. So if you've got uh, one of your friends who makes really bad decisions, uh, a.k.a. me, uh, who who be given a choice to make a decision? You're going to regret that very fast because your you whole game will be undone by uh, any one of your party members making dumb decisions or good ones. Uh, it's one of these few games that it is a true role playing experience where the game actually adapts to your decisions and has over one thousand different endings based on what you do in the game and has one uh, seventeen thousand variations of those one thousand endings. Um, with all the nuances and stuff that you choose. For example, uh, in one of the in one of the chapters, um, you pick you rob a store. You decide to steal something valuable from this shop. A bit later down the line, the shopkeepers hire assassins to come after you. And these things are like bosses, and they all literally wreck you silly because it makes you ruin decisions. Like anything you do is really bad will come to haunt you. If you do something really good, you also get repercussions. And you always either upset someone or save someone and everyone has different beliefs religions it all it's a very complex very deep mechanism in this game that has so much nuance to it that i'm not doing it justice by just telling you that you need to play it Uh, every character is well written every character is fantastically voice acted for what i've seen so far i've even watched i've even watched the playthroughs on twitch because you know as you say it's everywhere um and the fact that it's four player car from start to finish full get the whole game nothing cut out or nothing um, removed the combat is really fun um playing with the controller feels a lot more intuitive because um with the mouse and keyboard you have to control the character with the mouse uh aka uh diablo style or you can use a controller and it's um really really good to sort of go behind the character like wow like, wow uh camera style you know from over the shoulder sort of thing um graphically it's amazing um the character detail is amazing character creator is amazing it's based on the fifth edition of the dungeons and dragons books and it has so much lore and stuff shoved in from all those books and um all of that stuff i'm not I'm, to be honest i'm not a massive dnd nerd i know um a lot about dnd but i don't know as much as i should know playing this game but someone like our mate Jelly, who is a dungeon master, he will have. It'd be like having a wet dream playing this game. <laughs> he will be in heaven playing this game. Honestly, it's it's built for obviously RPG fans, but anyone that loves Dungeons and Dragons is is gonna love this game. Um, you probably saw the meme going around where you can a uh, you can fo- photocate around with a bear. 
Uh, you might have seen you might have seen the uh, the meme. Um, if you haven't, um, I haven't. No. No. Right. Okay. So one of the big. I'm same... aware that something's going on. Right. So, I, so yeah. basically, what launched this game into into the stratosphere was that you can um, have your way with a bear um, in, in in bear form, which which sent everyone into rapture about it. And basically, the the game is very very adult themed, as in blood, guts, nudity, sex. Uh, you can bang anything in this game and it literally your character might as well be a walking gigolo <laughs> in this game it, the, the romance options available to your um character is ridiculous like anyone from the main cast is up for anyone they're all by bi- they're all bisexual um like they don't they don't care the game doesn't care it just wants you to have fun and and that's the main thing i will say this this what larry and studios have done in the six years development cycle this game has had is the it's no microtransactions there's no there's no season pass bullshit they were going to add dlcs they were going to add expansions to this game during this early access phase which ran for two years um they decided to scrap all that and put everything that put everything they were going to add to the game into the base game at release so the whole game is a complete package and every run will take you north of 200 hours if you go through everything and read all the co- read all the text read all the dialogue listen to all the dialogue talk to all the npcs explore everywhere get all the achievements you know 200 plus hours a run with and you can play it with your mates as well it's unprecedented co-op wise it's a it's a marvel of engineering gameplay game wise you know, I'm as a, as an RPG fan, as a big fan of Mass Effect, um, as a big fan of, you know, Oblivion, Skyrim, The Witcher, um, anything that has an RPG element to it. This is this is my heaven. Like this is the game that I really, really wanted to play. Having played, having owned Larian Studios' previous uh, entries as well. Yeah, they did uh, uh, Divinity original Divinity, Sin, didn't they? Yeah, Div- Divinity. The Divinity game before Divinity Sin. Although the name of it um, escapes me, Divinity Adventures or something. It was a or Divinity Dragonscape. It was something. It it wasn't. It was there. It wasn't RPG esque. It was more action based. Um, and then they made. Then they <laughs> thing is they contacted um, Wizards of the Coast back in 2013 and asked them, "Can we make a uh, Dungeons and Dragons game?" And Wizards of the Coast turned around and said, "No, you're not having the license. You're a. You're not big enough. B. You're not." In in scope, scale and scope, you'd never be able to do it. So, Larian Studios took that as a as a as a as a challenge. As a, as Gauntlet has been thrown down, and they're going to run to the end of it. So they made they made number one, which is Divinity Sin. Um, re- that went down really well. So then they released the Enhanced Edition with all like the sort of nuances and ads and things they changed. They added in that all the f- feedback they got from fans. Uh, and then they made Divinity Sin two, and then they made Divinity Sin two Enhanced Edition. So this this game has has is a long time coming, and it's I'm so glad it is done so well because we've not had a decent uh, Dungeons and Dragons game. We had Dungeons and Dragons on the Xbox exclusively, or like on Game Pass, which was awful. It was one of the worst games I think we played that year. I think me, me, Steve, and Jerry all played it, and it was it was substandard. And we've had current, we've had Solasta or Solot, Solasta. So last year, or whatever it was, was another Dungeons and Dragons based game. It was pretty good, nothing, nothing amazing, but it was pretty good. And there's been a couple of other D and D titles as well, sort of here and there that have been, you know, average to below average. 
So this game has been col a colossal achievement for everyone in the RPG industry. And these guys aren't even a double A studio. They're an indie studio and they're, mm. they're knocking out the park better than triple A studios, which, you know, obviously isn't hard to do right now. It isn't hard oh, to do anymore, is it? You know, because they put, they put the player first, they put the customer first. They take the feedback. It's a novel from, concept, but it I might know, catch right? On. You never know. You know exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you think that in this day and age, well, why are we losing all our money? Why are our AAA industry and AAA games working? Why is our live crap not working anymore? And because everyone's sick to death of being spoon-fed it, and we know we only get half a game when you release it. Uh, just, I will say that for me, even though I've only played it a short amount of time, I've been so impressed with the systems, the the gameplay, the interaction, the sheer depth of um character design the voice acting the character the character creation jesus christ you can make some amazing looking characters yeah uh, I've, I've i saw somebody doing that it's it's really in depth i've i've i made a dragonborn i've never ever played a dragonborn in any of D D. you know i just immediately thought of skyrim I was doing a rust through dar my whole way through the entire game that's what i thought like <laughs> <laughs> but instead i made this really cool looking awesome looking dragon uh dragonkin who's a towering barbarian and he just looks like something out of a an anime or a movie it's, it looks like a, it looks like a you know, when you when you usually make a character in a video game when you have a choice for custom character right and i'm going to use street fighter 6 as an example for this they normally look like ass compared to the other characters you stand next to right the main cast unless you use the default skin like if you like for example um in street fighter 6 you don't have a default skin so you have to make it but everything you make is inferior to the quality of the of the characters you stand next to so in every cutscene, your character looks painfully out of place the same for uh mass effect if you if you don't use the default commander shepherd skin and you make it a you know what you think commander shepherd should look like again it, it, they look okay but they don't look right so if they yeah, should all optimize for anything but the default yeah, skin. I've, I've always said this: that like, if if you're going to have a custom character, at least let us have one good default skin, like you see in the trailers and stuff that you run with. Let us have one good character skin that at least they don't look like ass when you're in the cutscenes and stuff. However, in Baldur's Gate Three, they're all made with the same. All the characters are made with the same engine, including your own. So they don't look out of place next to each other. They don't look, your character doesn't stand out like a sore thumb. In fact, in some scenes, my character looks better than the ones that you're standing next to because of the sheer detail that you can go into and and create some pure masterpieces. And not only can you create your main character, you also create the deity that's, that journeys with you, which is basically your um, slight spoiler, is basically the one that guides you through the game. Um, and you can create what she looks like, and she appears in the game as well. And you know, you interact with her, and that's a really cool aspect as well. And the whole game is narrated as well, by the way, um, by by a DM. It's a, a female DM that narrates the whole game. I really wish Jelly would, would narrate. It. I really want Jelly to narrate it. It'd be awesome having a Jelly mod pack. Um, I don't think I'd ever get any gaming done. I'd just be trying to get him to say stuff in the game. <laughs> But they basically it comments on things that are happening and gives you like a background and a more detailed, nuanced view of what people are thinking, what things are happening. And, you know, even though you can see it on the screen, when you're having that also described to you at the same time, it kind of involves you a little bit more. Um, 
it's the same way you you're sitting there playing for the Dungeons Dragons players and listeners uh, when you're sitting around a table with your mates you listen to the dm talk and explain what's happening after you just locked a goblin's head off or you put your arm in a cauldron and then they explain what happens to your character that's exactly what happens here you make a choice and then the the, the game will comment and, and sort of reinforce what's happening or even tell you what absolute arse you've made of yourself <laughs> when you're making the wrong decisions because it kind of hits home that you have really just pissed off so and so but now they're reeling from your terrible decision you know stuff like that it sort of hits home a bit more so you sort of absorb it a bit quicker i don't know if that makes sense but um it kind of makes sense to me a little bit it's obviously when the game throws so much information at you um someone just telling you exactly what's going on sort of yeah, it's easier to understand basically and, and that's what makes the game just equally another, you know, notch in the belt of quality. There's that I could gush about the Baldur's Gate three until the end of days. So say, I'm not is, do that. is this the first ever like anti rant that we've had? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it is. I don't think I've ever heard you speak about a game with such kind of glowing reverence. That was the first time for everything, Vacancy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. I, I think uh, yeah. The fact that he's just come off all of these, so that's why. Question is, in, in a week's time, is, is, is it going to be exactly the same, or are you going to find no, a bug? <laughs> no, no, no. There is actually there is there is quite a lot of bugs in the game. Um, they're mine, I think there was something to do with a. Uh, I think somebody was mentioning last night. That there was. I'm, I'm assuming that they were talking about the same thing, where there was. There was like two cutscenes in a row, and if the first one doesn't quite work, then the game glitches and crashes. Yeah, there's some, there is some minor ironing out um, to do. I'm not, obviously, Larian Studios have already come out and said that we're aware of all these bugs. You know, we are aware that some players are being inhibited by these bugs. We are we are fixing them as soon as possible. As soon as we have a working, as soon as we have a working fix, we'll get it out to you as soon as possible. They're not just like blizzard and just like wipe it under the carpet and go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what bugs? Um, so anyway, about this nerf we just did. Um, so you know, it's it's completely different situation. Larian actually care about the people playing the game, and the thing that because Larian have listened to the customer base and the fan base and anyone even negative and cre- and positive, which is why we have a game that is I basically made for gamers. And like um, I said, it was out for like a couple of years early access it, before, yeah, and, and yeah. they took and a lot of stuff on board, didn't they? It was thirty hours. The first act was thirty hours was the early access, early access you bought into for whatever price it was at the time. And the first act has been completely rebuilt, stripped out and redone from the ground up based on the two years of feedback. How many games do you know would do that? Not many. And I, I do yeah. love the fact as well that they, like, as, as you said, that, that there's no that there's no gacha in it, there's no loot boxes, no, none of that no bollocks. It's just, no. you get it's a game, old school, game. here's your game. Yep. I like that. Yep. And then everyone's like, why is it selling so well? Are you stupid? (laughs) I have wishlisted it. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I highly recommend it. Um, I I say this a lot about video games, and I recommend loads of stuff. But if you only buy one more game this year, buy Baldur's Gate. Even if you don't play it anytime soon, support these developers, honestly. I I am itching at the bit to see what they come up with next. And I really hope that they Star carry Wars. on. I really hope they do get a major license because <laughs> so do I. They've, they've already nailed. Um, if they can nail Dungeons and Dragons, one of the hardest mediums to convert to a video game format and make it work, 
then they can do anything. Like they can convert anything because so many companies have tried and failed for years and years and years and years to make a decent um, Dungeons and Dragons game. Again, I fall back to that Xbox uh, game we played a few years back. The actual <laughs> called Dungeons and Dragons. I think I think I played it with Mr. Steve and Beth, and we played it with Jelly. We played it for one, one, two, a couple of hours, and we're like, yeah, we're not playing that again. So you know, there's there's been so many sort of hit, so many horrible games in that in the in that franchise, which has sort of tainted its reputation for having good games. Um, but yeah, that that to me to me this is a you go from like an average of three to now you have got a ten out of ten game in the in the in this in the sphere of Dungeons and Dragons. So a lot of people are going to think, yeah, it can't be that good. And I I, I myself was hesitant. For a little while, um, just because of the sheer, you know, this is gonna. Like, as soon as I saw how many hours it's gonna take, as soon as I saw how many hours side quests it's gonna take, I was like, yeah, it's gonna take. I'm never gonna play that. It's gonna take. And then as soon as I loaded it up and started playing it, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. I don't know how long it takes. Um, so, what, what I'm hearing is that it's better than Gollum. Is that right? Oh, just maybe just a smidgen. <laughs> just a smidgen. Just, just, just maybe a, a slightly better than Gollum. <laughs> Slightly better than Diablo Four, just just a just a smidge. Uh, do we have any uh, anything else we uh, we can add? So I know it's this isn't something that we normally do, but I wondered whether it was worth doing, and I thought, oh hey, you can always cut it out if you don't want it. Um, <laughs> so just randomly, because it doesn't really fit into anything, but it is gaming. I wanted to highlight somebody's other other than other than Mr. Steve and and Three D Shows YouTube channels i want to highlight somebody else's youtube channel that isn't mine because i don't do it um just because i think it's worth it's one of those things that you know, I, I like as much as i like gaming what i like as well is people that that add a bit of comedy into what they do yeah um so if you haven't checked it out i highly recommend checking out a youtube channel called mitch Mannix. um so yeah, so if you, if you haven't heard of him, basically he's a, he's a British guy. He does um, obviously he he does streaming and, and what have you as well, but he does uh, a lot of YouTube video or quite a few YouTube videos. He tends to play RPG type games. Yeah, uh, some games that I've actually added and even bought when they've been on cheap because I'd never heard of them before and they look hilarious. Not on purpose, just because of the way they've been done and some of the mechanics. Uh, but he he does series and stuff like that where he kind of takes it through and he he does the narrating and everything else. Um, and his he actually has one which I think the final episode is coming soon. He dropped a trailer for it. Uh, he he's done one based on a character called Galactachad, which is uh, based on the Knights uh, of the Old Republic. Hmm. Um, so he's, he's been playing that, and he's done that. He's done Guild, Guild Wars two. He's done some games as well that you've probably. You may you may not have heard of they're of similar style you know rpg styles but yeah um like i said we don't really have a section for it but i thought hey what the hell yeah have, have you heard of him mr steve i have not so now i'm going to manix with an x manix yeah mitch manix manix with an x i it's just one of those one of those people I just find hilarious. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely his. Uh, so his um, his run through through because I'm actually play, partly playing Guild Wars two at the moment because of him. 
because it, it reminded me about it. Yeah, he, he basically gave like I can't remember the name of the um of the of the race. I guess it is not classy, but the race. Uh, the small ones in in Guild Wars Two, yeah. but gave him like this big afro. I hope I've got the right channel. I was just sort of just bringing it's it up. Mitch, Mitch Mannix, all one word. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, at, at Mitch Mannix. It's probably the easiest way to find it. And I think his uh, Mitch Mannix. His, his logo is basically Mitch Mannix, and it's got like RPG and small writing underneath. So then, okay, we can we I'll check yeah. that out after. I'd be curious, actually. Yeah, if you if you ever watch, just let me know what you think. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe maybe it's just my sense of humor, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Yes, interesting one to find. All always always open to sort of new suggestions for that because, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I like I'm I'm in a position at the moment where I'm like I'm bored. <laughs> Give me something to watch. Uh, literally literally, there's plenty to go through he does he's got obviously some of his live stuff on there as well but um unless you've like you've really got the time to watch like a few hours of videos most of them are obviously shortened down right um when he when he's when he's putting them all together yeah but yes it's uh it's very entertaining that channel this is one i'm gonna add to the um watch list i mean the watch list is getting huge everywhere. It's getting bigger. <laughs> I've got all. I've got a watch list that I don't actually abide to. Sometimes, like, oh, do I even bother with it? I do. I do actually bother with it, and I'm not ticking everything off. Though that's the problem. I can't. I don't think you ever will. Though that's the point, isn't it? You've got to be in the right mood to watch certain things. Yeah, I... I've got channels that I haven't watched in probably years. Yeah, yeah. But sooner I, or later, I will go back to them because I'm in that mood, and then I'll end up binge watching like a load of it. I mean, that's, the, that's the thing. That's that point of um, YouTube is that it's designed. I think it's mm. designed for binge watching. It's designed to have like a. I, I did for a, a few content creators who made stuff that I was like interested in, like whatever it was, whether it was gaming tutorials or whatever, and. Mm. I wouldn't watch anything for a while, and then all of a sudden, they, there's a backlog of content that I hadn't seen, you know. So I tried to keep up to it. So I was like, right, okay, I'm gonna sit and watch because there are, you know, that that's the good thing about YouTube is that you know they're usually a good a good chunk of someone's content could be an hour long, but it could be like five or six episodes of something that is, you know. 20 minutes yeah or 10 minutes or whatever so it's it's you know you can binge watch a full load of uh videos that someone's put mm. out and it's all like tutorials or whatever it could be it's gaming content related yeah and you go right so i you know i do it on breaks and when i'm at work it's like i'm on my break i'm gonna watch this person's content and then you before you know it it's like oh, i've got to go back to work now I've not eaten, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've missed food. Times. Yeah, I've missed food because I'm sat down at the, um, you know, in the staff cat, you know, staff room or whatever it was, you know. Yeah, you. That's that's the good thing about YouTube. That's the whole point. I think that's the great thing about YouTube is that is you can actually pick a content creator, find an interest in whatever they they've producing or pop or putting out. Um, that board is get free. Yeah, board Netflix <laughs> content could be another another thing that you can start watching. It's good. It's all good. 
Um, well, see, now you'll have to listen to the podcast back so that you know what YouTube channel I just recommended, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm stockpiling a lot of episodes, so I'm still... I've still got to put out the um, Jelly episode yet, so that's not even good. So <laughs> let's quickly go on to socials um, and stuff like that. And whatever you got, if you got like sell sell yourself quickly now, bacon go. I'm <laughs> um, you- easy. Come and get me. Oh, sorry, you mean actually? <laughs> I know you've been busy, but is there? I've been busy. If, yeah. if you're not going to stream, is there a game that you want to play that you want to continue with, or do you want to? Is there a new game? So many watch? games. Well, yeah. So I'm going to continue with uh, with uh, Gibbous. Gibbous. Um, not Gibbon. Going. Not Gibbon. Gibbous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to continue at some point. I hope with Cloudpunk. Um, Yay! And I would like to play uh, Strange Holds Culture again because I've only got one out of the eight ending so far i'd like to get a few more of those Yay. and there's guild wars 2 that i'm currently playing as well and uh freddy show um do you have uh is there like you know sell yourself are you coming back to like after your hiatus that you've been on like a yeah. day for a while um, uh is it you coming back to streaming is there games that you want to continue playing i.e I, I'm sure builders gate might be in there somewhere <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be back streaming on the tenth of August. Um, I'm going to be on a hiatus until the tenth. Yeah, um, at least streaming and making content wise. Um, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to be playing. Um, I, I'm actually debating whether to finish Final Fantasy 16 live on stream first, and then and just playing Borders Gate in my downtime, and then yeah. switching to Borders Gate when I finish that one because the games are so massive. I, I don't think it really matters when I switch over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be playing that. There's lots of single player content. Um, more David Diver as well. I'm on chapter five now. I've been playing it on, on the laptop as well um, while I was away, and I've made quite a lot of progress. Uh, <laughs> I'm only in chapter five. I've almost unlocked all of the end game stuff already because there's been nothing but farming fish because I'm addicted to farming fish in that game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more David Diver, Far Fight 16, Borders Gate 3. Uh, and maybe co-op stuff as well in the future but i'm going to be doing a lot more streaming after the 10th of august there are going to be day streams when i can throughout the half term and my schedule's out the window so i'll, I'll be live when i'm live usually after half nine nine o'clock on a on a, on a half term holiday basis um but yeah but i plan to be uploading content again soon to the channel and streaming when i can after the 10th excellent looking forward to that as for myself, I will continue to randomly stream. I did a day stream as of the recording of today. So I did a day stream day of obviously demonologist. Um, I will, like I said, I will continue to try and play that when I can and maybe stream it. Um, I will be back again on, I might be doing something on the Sunday. Um, I will continue to do the, as for as long as it continues to be a thing, I will continue to do Phasmo on the weekly challenges on a Monday. And then I might even incorporate some more demonologist. I haven't given up on the game just because it has a bit of a bad content. I would just want to get back to playing it in its uh, um, original sort of, form because yeah it, it does have good content in the first couple of maps and then it sort of let itself down in that last map but there is still story to be had in that game as i mentioned in my spotlight 
section of that. So yeah, I will try and get back into that. There are other games that I do want to get onto. Um uh, as as and when I can. Um there's 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 a lot as um Tiny Teams, Micro Studios, massive ideas. There's some uh games like well indie games um available on Steam at the moment. So Steam does this does things now and again. Um and it's worth checking out some of their demos. Um a lot of demos I've either got or given a try and so yeah, I might look into some of those as well as some sort of content so that I've got something to sort of hold on to. Because it's you know, demos are free, so why not play those? And if if I can afford it, I'll probably get maybe some of the games that if I if I enjoy them. Um I I I've just seen um Axion T D Uprising. Looks kind of a thing that I might try out. Um I think it's a RTS turn based thing. I'm not sure. Or base build. It's um it's Tower Defense. Um which actually came out Ooh. on the second of August and it looks so it looks there might be something I might actually um put out. What's it called again? Um it's called Axon. A- it's Axon T D oh, uprising. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've played the the games they've made before that. I I own the games they made before yeah, that. So one. it's a tower defense sort of t- uh, RTS kind of thing. My um, favorite one of my favorite games. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, no, no. So I might give that a go. <clears throat> yeah, tower defense. Woo. Yeah. So yeah, if it's a multiplayer, we'll um, maybe team up <laughs> um, sure. on that. I don't I don't know if it is. I haven't actually gone into it. Yeah, so look out. I, I I've been streaming pretty much at least four days a week um, recently, Ooh. just because I I have that time at the moment. And you can hear us uh, anywhere that you find podcasts, either on uh, Spotify, Apple uh, Music, SoundCloud as well, and any other anywhere that you can find podcasts. That's it. We're done. Thanks very much, guys, for being here. I was. We will see you again real soon on the podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Ta-ta.